year-end wrap-up best of harmony beats balance show with yours truly dear dana mahina so we're really excited to wrap up the year it's hard to believe 2022 is now going to be a distant memory in the coming days and weeks and months and 2023 is upon us so today's show is a highlight reel of our top five shows Thanks to all of you, our dear listeners. We are so grateful for you and your dedication to listening and to transforming your own life through an accelerated way of being. And next year we have big plans, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I want to give a quick shout out to the guests, including myself, for today's Highlight Reel show. And our top five show highlights include... Number one, our favorite, Kawi Lani Kahale Kai from the islands of Hawaii, in particular the island of Kauai. She's going to talk about what it means to talk story, whether you're visiting, you live part-time on the islands, or you live full-time on the islands. It's an incredible tradition. And then we're going to hear from another dear friend of the show, repeat guest, Gary Campbell, about the leadership value system, such good advice and wisdom. Then we hear for the last three top shows, I guess that's why it's my show from me. And these episodes cover the topics of Life is not always unicorns and rainbows, ways to micro step our way toward joy while also disappointing people. Sometimes you have to do both, disappoint some people by saying no, to say yes to yourself for more, more joy and ways to achieve that and sustain that. So without further ado, here's today's show. So here's the thing. I'm learning over a 20 year period, we were talking in the pre-show, that talk story is from the heart, from the soul, and from the ancestry. Mm -hmm. It's not about, hey, Kawilani, how's the weather? Right, right. It's a more, it's a more in depth, or you know, uh, I say talk story would be we would call it valaal, valaal, and it could be surface valaal, which is is your normal how's the weather and so on, but. Talk stories is something that you share that is kind of like your personal journey or your personal self. And it could be like of your family, it could be of your visit to the dentist, it could be your, your flat tire you got on your car. I mean, but it's something a little more, I would say a little more dramatic in your life that, that helps, you know, everyone get to know you just a little bit better, you know? They might know you because you're right down the street or, you know, that they see you every day and yet um, you're the Pilates teacher, but they didn't know that you do sound healing, you know? Right. So it's like, it's like that. It's like they find out, well, you do a lot of other things. So they get more deep into your personal space and, and it's, a, it's an allowed thing, you know? It's an allowed thing and you said earlier it's divulging. Yes, it's divulging, you know, and um, you can learn quite a bit of things just from talking star just for a little while. And I think a lot of people who do come to Hawaii, um, they do like to have that because then they have this personal attachment to Hawaii that they can share with everybody else. And, you know, um, the people in Hawaii, they have tons of stories 
whether it be the big fish <laughs> or it be like beautiful girl that they met and in the, in in the bar the other night. <laughs> it might be a big fish. It might be depending a big on fish, who you yeah. are telling correct, that story. Correct. Correct. You know. So it all depends on what, what the story is and what it entails. Basically, though, it is something that um, is part of your life or part of what you have learned in your life. And so it becomes a little more personal. You know, sacred is, um, you know, sacred is as much as it's, it, it's more so about respecting, respect and trust that you give that sacredness. Sacredness is something that everybody, I think, they, we fell short of because we feel as soon as we find out about it that this is what we're going to do. Okay, we're going to do this. And, and then, you know, it not necessarily becomes sacred anymore. So, and it gets more populated or, you know, uh, everyone goes, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's the sacred thing you need to do. Um, there are a lot of things here on the island that I would suggest that you not do, you know, like uh, not everybody is open up to talk stories. So, you know, as you're talking with them, allow them to make that opening for you. Uh, and, you know, as you're, you know, we have a lot of aloha itself, but don't expect that. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's not a full-on expectation that everybody's going to have that special aloha for you. It all depends on what happens during the day, you know. And uh, But most of the time, it is open. And so, like I said, uh, sacred, you know, when you, it comes to sacred, um, you need to make sure that you are your your respect for what sacredness is is there and that you keep it as sacred as you feel it is going to be okay maybe only take a picture in your mind you don't yeah. always have to photograph Correct. everything people that's true that's true yeah don't got to explain it and you got don't got to tell them where you went to cuz that is a sacred place okay so you know, let's let's like turn that blue book away and and trash it. <laughs> if you can keep in your heart and your memories what you've learned on these islands, yeah, or even in today's talking story, that's enough. Yeah. Sometimes it's just enough. Just be, and mm -hmm. we seek to understand before yes. seeking to be understood. That's how humanity unites. Yeah. And that's my wish for 2022. And for all of you, my wish is take away one thing from today's discussion. Mm -hmm. One thing. And if you want to share your story with someone, even a stranger, yeah. that's your choice. And if you do, do it fully and openly and with respect and with dignity and with a full open heart the way Kawilani did today. She shared so many things. So let's talk about core values. So when we're on this show, one thread is the Aloha spirit and ribbon that we wrap around everyone. Well, what's inside of that? We've unpacked that over the last couple of shows has a lot to do with core values, the way you treat people with integrity, the way that you are treated in exchange with kindness, the way we give without expecting receiving. And sometimes it's also important to receive, you know, the way we collaborate where your experience and mine together equal better. We move further, faster together. So 
Talk to us about core values and how you thread those through, because those have been inside of you as long as I've known you. This is not about business. This is about Gary, the man. Yeah. And, per- person. And I think that's why you and I have done so well together over these years is we're, we're very similar souls in that respect. It's really, you know, if there's, I guess, two words, servant leadership and really trying to add value to people's lives is just something that we're very passionate about. I'm very passionate about, you're very passionate about. And what drives a sense of that is what values do you hold near and dear to your heart that will, you'll never compromise. And what I've tried to do with those values is to instill those values and in, into the people I do business with, people I do life with, and then the work that I do in the like the health center that I run. We dropped those values into here back in 2011 and really brought them to life in 2014 when I took over. And when I tell you that it, I don't like to use the word as a privilege to work here, but I think it's a privilege for me to work here. It's a privilege for all of us to be part of something that's bigger than just us individually. But you have to all be you have, your value system has to be aligned with the with the organization's value system, because if it's not, then we're all going to have incongruent ways in which we go about doing our work. And then we put ourselves above the greater good. So that's where the value system is so very important in my own personal life. I won't compromise my own personal values for any gain whatsoever that's not aligned with those values nor do I expect my leaders to do that, nor do I expect my health center to do that or the restaurant that I'm part of now to do that. So that's where values are so very important and ingrained in my life at every single aspect of what happens. So what is one core value that you have threaded throughout everything you touch, everywhere you show up, everywhere you go? Name one, Gary. The driving the driving value for me is is the integrity piece. It's doing, it's doing things the right way all the time, whether your people see you or they don't see you. And if you do something that's that's not aligned with that value of integrity, and it's truly a value, you will be convicted of it internally, of, of compromising that value. And I'll always say this, Dana, is when we when we compromise a value, if we truly hold a value that's near and dear, and we, we talk about a value that's near and dear to us, but yet we'll compromise it, that's not really a value. And then the, the the credibility that you hope to gain with whoever you're doing life with is that is down a notch or two when people can see through that um, that artificial authenticity. Now that is exactly right. It is artificial authenticity. It is inauthenticity. We talk about that every single week on this show. Um, there's a lot of things, but it's really what you know. There's really what it means in your own heart, and I think that's the thing that I would just. That's something we all have. I mean, that's that is a common theme that can string us all together is that we all have values. Yes. Yes. And when you're doing life, as you put it, and we just love that on this show, do life with Gary. He's Mm -hmm. everywhere doing everything with integrity. That's the difference. Right. If you're this hard charger who's all about, you know, the money and not about humanity, it's pretty empty. Let's face it. We know these people. If you're listening, go ahead and turn off this show. That's fine. We don't really want to talk to you. I don't mean to be offensive. I mean that honestly, we need to have our tribe and our vibe is our tribe. And those are people that want to be successful, are successful. And in essence, this show is about making you more successful beyond the money. Money's good too, right? We need it to live and to thrive and to have freedom to choose. But we really want people to understand that when you operate 
unapologetically from a place of integrity and you have that show up at work and with yourself and your own well-being and your family and your friendships and out in your community, then you're in your tribe. What do you do when another player does not exemplify integrity? It's not congruent. You are, you show up as you, people expect it. And in fact, they know it's true. It's authentic. How do you handle it? What do you do? Well, it's a, it's a very similar approach as I do in the world in which I run my health center, because not everybody has the same value system that I, peers and colleagues across the community and across the country that I work with. And you know, from your days in the corporate world, not everybody's going to have the same values and they're going to push you hard. They're going to challenge you on that. Um, so when, when this happens with me, it's, you know, the first thing I have to make sure it's, it's emotional intelligence. It is not reacting. Um, there was a younger me that would have reacted. I'm very, I'm very, I, I react emotionally at times. And even in the corporate setting, I've done the same thing. I've had to learn from that. When you talk about where you learn your greatest life lessons, fall down and look really bad and then allow yourself to be picked back up and, and allow, and hopefully there's enough grace around you to, that lets you get picked back up. The same thing applies to, you know, I think I've matured a little bit over the years with this whole softball thing, but not everybody on my team has. And so my role there is to try to help them understand that, listen, let's we don't we're not that way. Let's make sure we we walk the talk and we model the way for others to look at us and say, you know, we're better than we're bigger than that. And and give people who may be looking on um, the opportunity to see how, how it should be done, not, you know, how, how it shouldn't be done. And so I approach it that way. And it's not easy because, you know, no one wants to get beat up or pushed around or criticized or diminished in any kind of way. But, you know, I think the key there is being very self-aware, know how you're going to deal with it before it happens. And then that helps you control some of those responses that may want to come out uh, just from a amygdala hijack viewpoint, which means the fight or flight type of thing. In closing with you, Dana, uh, and you mentioned about the one-on-one having a cocktail uh, you and I sat down, I think back, it might've been 2013 or 2014. I can't remember where we were at in California. And the conversation that you and I had that day made me realize how much I appreciated you and, and how much wisdom that you had just, just in the conversation that you and I had together, talking about how we all need a coach. We all need somebody to help encourage along the way. And we have been, we've been dear, we were dear friends before that, more working friends, but we we became very close colleagues after that. And I really appreciate that. I just want to thank you for that. And thank you for pouring into me. Uh, so the question is, it is too far of a bridge to cross from the appearance of where I am currently with my family, especially if you're looking at photos from where you are currently sitting. So the question might be, how do I get closer to the life I really want? And look, I don't always post happy, smiling paradise pictures. If you're following me on Instagram in particular, you know, I post a lot of things about struggles, life stuff, the harmony, which is absolutely going to beat balance every time. And that the harmony comes from making tough choices. And there are days where those choices feel almost impossible. And on a day like that, don't make the choice. (laughs) Wait for a day where you feel better, stronger, more willing to step up and be courageous. 
So if you are struggling, this particular listener and other listeners to get where you believe I am, I'll take ownership. Yes, I am in a really healthy, strong, solid, blessed, fortunate place. I have had to work very, very hard to do it over all these years of almost 55 years on this planet. And it has come with a cost and it has come with a price. So let's talk about costs and let's talk about price. The cost you have to endure is disappointing people, not yourself. If you're constantly disappointing yourself, you aren't going to get where you want to go. Whether it's having a life that appears to be the life that I have. Okay, sure. I'm happy to be uh, a muse. It's not all pretty. If it's someone else's life you want, okay, great. We all need a picture or an image or a muse to try to follow or look up to. I would turn that camera back on yourself. Photograph in your own mind or look through your actual photographs. You know you have them. We all have so many on our phone. I don't understand that cloud thing. Where do they all go? Look back on your life. Take a mental or a physical perusal through your photos, take a walk, walk about your photos and search for happy times where you were feeling harmoniously integrated across work, family, friends, community, your own well-being. And those are the highlights. That's your highlight reel of the movie of your life. More of that equals good. Less of that equals bad. Start where you are. And then look up to the sky or to the stars and try to figure out what is the path, this is the price you're going to have to pay, to get there. Do I have to make a career change or am I constantly talking about how bad it is at work? I'm so close to retirement, yeah? The person I work with is miserable and they treat me like shit. I can handle it for three more years. You may have to pay the price of hard change and tough decisions to get where you want to go. You may also look back at where you've been and realize it's more of those simple, happy times, joyful, harmonious times, that if there were more of those, that would be enough cost to say no to things and disappoint people occasionally in order to get the trade-off of those happy, harmonious times. If what you want is big, it's really a stretch, a reach for the stars kind of a life, then you will have to actually pay the price and bear the cost. You know, on this show, we just keep it real. And it's not always unicorns and rainbows. I, I pray it is at some point at your life where you realize that was an easy day. That was an easy moment. That was an easy decision. So the best I can do as Dana Mahina is simplify. Others do it for me and let me do it for you. Simplify and start disappointing people. That's my best advice. How do you define spirituality? If you're also religious, that's great. If you're not, that's okay too. It's okay. Just be yourself. The Hawaiian islands, in particular, Kauai for me and many people, including the people that just left this incredible island who experienced it 
in both a business context, a friendship context, a community building context, their own self, their own well-being context, and an extension of family in Ohana context, they really allowed themselves for a few days to just fully immerse and be themselves. And I don't know that they'll ever be the same. I know I won't be. And I'm just so grateful, 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 grateful for allowing me the honor to be your guide. There is that spirit of aloha and the essence of preservation that we're taught that spans generations. It spans cultures. It spans geography and envelops the world within a aloha ribbon around it. And just as a reminder, it's about teaching the lessons of and practicing, not preaching, practicing the essence of peace, kindness, compassion, and responsibility for generations and generations and generations to come while honoring all of those that have been here before us. And if you have come to any island, not just to Hawaii, certainly other islands as well, other local, sweet, smaller, less complex, busy places around the world, or you come from one of those places around the world, you might relate to this message that all of this preservation happens inside of things like lore, storytelling, folklore, music, writing, scripture, petroglyphs, art, dance of all kinds, cultural practices, and family lineage for generations and generations to come and for generations and generations and generations and generations and generations that have already been here, wherever here may be. So I wish you so much aloha. I wish you the ability to breathe. Our dear, dear, dear friend, our beloved Kawilani Kahalakai taught us on several episodes around the aloha breathing. Breathe in, alo, and out, ha. Breathe in, alo, out, ha. Breathe in, alo, ha. Breathe out. And I also wish you nothing but bravery where it counts without judgment of anyone else's bravery or lack thereof. And in particular, the lesson I learned last night, my, my Hanai mom and I learned last night, is that when someone says to you, it must be very brave, recognize and honor the place they're coming from. And allow the reflection to come to you. Accept the message and know for yourself the way I now know for myself that when you make a big life changing decision, 
It affects more than you. And at the end of life's journey, whenever that may be, in the end, it comes back to you until you pass it on to whomever is next. And so there's an ebb and flow to giving and receiving that includes receiving, receiving compliments, receiving, you know, accolades, receiving rewards, <laughs> receiving awards. It's not only about giving, it's about receiving. And those of us that really practice giving the most have such a hard time receiving. And so I want to honor and receive what this beautiful 50-year anniversary couple shared with us last night, which is a reflection that we did make a bold move. We have a lot to learn. We have a long way to go. And gratitude, every day having gratitude for where we live and how we live and the customs and the culture and the people that we're experiencing both from the islands and not from the islands. People that visit and come and go, people that have lived here and left and come back, people that are born of this incredible gift of this particular island that we are fortunate enough to live on. I want to talk about myself as an outside in perspective for all of you. I am on the outside of you. Does that make sense? You're nodding. I can feel the nods up and down. Yeah. So, as an outside perspective from yourself, let me set an example that in the past, even in my very early days as someone who was in a career where I thought the way to be accomplished, I believed the way to get recognized. And I felt very strongly in my head, in my heart, and in my gut, that total alignment of being that when I had enough people loving me at work, somehow that would fill me up with love. Of course, that never really happened. What I never felt believed or thought was that a title like a vice president or a certain amount of money, let's say, I don't know, $100,000. I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And let me tell you, we didn't know what that kind of money was. And when I thought about those numbers or those titles, I never felt a charge. Make your choices wisely, dear listeners. Don't do guilt. If you want to buy the shoes and you can afford it and it makes you happy and you can wear them somewhere, great. They're not just going to sit in your closet with the tags on, then buy the shoes. If it makes you feel super stressed out because you overconsumed. You bought three pairs of shoes instead of one and you're stressed out about it. There's choices, people. Donate. Resell. There's 8,000 options today that we didn't have 30 years ago when I didn't even know what I was doing or not doing with my consumerism because I didn't have the perspective and the knowledge and the wisdom I have today. I want you to really consider on this week's show, what is it that's driving my consumerism? And is it healthy in what I want and need? Or is it not? Do I own it or does it own me? 
and make an adjustment either way in either direction. And that's how we're going to wrap today's show. So you're going to do this. You're going to come up with the answer right now. One thing that you are currently either craving, desiring, or after in terms of consumption. And if it is something material, I want you to go ahead. As long as it's not going to put you in the hamster wheel and overstretch your budget and stress you out or stress your family out or cause you to feel really bad about it. So you hide it. Remember that movie, Crazy Rich Asians? She goes and buys those earrings and hides them way on the top of the bathroom cabinet. If it's like that, don't do it. If it's really reasonable and affordable and realistic and you just simply want it, it's probably not a need because needs are things like food and clothing and shelter and water and love. Those are human needs. And ideally, my wish, I... I, literally wish for everyone to have those things no matter what. And I know that's not true for everyone. And if we can help one another with those things, let's do that before we consume for ourselves. And then if we're doing some consumption for ourselves or our family or our friends or a community member, or even an employee or a coworker or a boss, Make sure that your consumption makes sense for you and that it actually energizes you and brings some real joy. If it does not, cross it off the list. Rethink, refeel, and recreate your belief around that particular item. So that we are not driven by consumerism. It is driven by us. It is basic economics, people, supply and demand. If we wouldn't have so much demand, the supply would dry up. Now, today's show is all about figuring out really what we want and the spirit that comes along with commerce is a beautiful thing. We need both. When we have spirit without any commerce or commerce without any spirit, we can argue that something may be missing. We need a healthy approach to consuming these particular types of things. And the reason why we're consuming them in order to make healthy choices about what it is we really want in alignment with what our purpose is. Now, in today's episode, you may not have thought about it in this way, so it's new. And so what I urge you and encourage you and ask you to do is to just go away and think about it. Think about it. If you couldn't come up with your one thing right away, that's all right. Re-listen to this episode, share it with friends, talk about it in your family, Use this as a spark, a spark of conversation to have an honest, open, engaging conversation around things that a lot of us don't even talk about. Most of us aren't even willing to talk about these things with ourselves because we're not clear, we're not sure, and ultimately, we're not even willing to have this kind of an open dialogue 
when it comes to something that we tend to do on autopilot in our sleep. And blind consumerism, no matter what your purpose is, is never a good thing. That's what happens when you're hungry at the grocery store. And before you know it, there's a bunch of chips at the end of the counter when you're about to check out and you bought three kinds of chips that you normally wouldn't like, never go to the grocery hungry. So if you really want to have a plan about your purpose, perhaps today's show will help you to do that. Ooh, ah, ah. 